0: listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. One. Okay, great. That's great. See? Now I'm so sorry I didn't hire you before. Leslie, could you please escort Miss... I don't even know her name because, of course, she doesn't have a resume out. You don't
1: need a fucking escort, you piece of shit. What, you think I'm a fucking retard? Take your fucking job and fucking shove it. Fuck
0: you, Leslie. I'm friends with
2: the monster. The sun of my bed get along with the voices inside of my head you're to save me. Stop
0: holding your welcome to the one take podcast episode twenty four dex what number is it kobe kobe big r i p to the man upstairs, but this is our Kobe episode um you know, I don't really have an analogy. But much like Kobe trying to start this podcast, Dex was just throwing shit up to try and get (laughs) this podcast to get started.
3: I was wondering where you were going with that. And you like semi-stuck the landing. Seven out of ten.
0: Semi-stuck the landing. He's like, like, is it the headphones? Fade away. Is it the microphone? You're
4: not on the podium, but like like fourth. Fourth or fifth.
0: (laughs) Russian judge gave me a uh, two. Wow. we are joined by the homie, Caitlin Zeller.
1: Hello. It's me. It
0: is I. It is I. <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> there, there's no introduction
1: except for it's me. There you go. That's who I
0: am. It me. <laughs> it uh, me. We we are doing Monster at her request. Yeah. Um, let's start there, shall we? Why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I used to... To run a true crime YouTube channel and I've always been obsessed with like criminality and criminal intent and murder and cults and and things like that. Um, My dad was a former assistant district attorney in the Bronx so I was Mm. raised up on criminal stories and gruesome murder and my dad used to make me watch like police reporting and stuff like that. Um, when I was a little kid, I was also an intern at a district attorney's office and I worked in child sex crimes for a year. Um, and yeah, pretty brutal. And I also am close friends with the chief medical, the former chief medical examiner of New York city. So, um, she worked in nine 11 and also with the long Island serial killer, which actually recently just got turned into a Netflix TV show. Um, yeah. Um, so it's just, it's my wow. life. And I love Eileen Warnos. I think she's such an interesting figure and monster is based off her life. So.
4: Wow. <laughs> Instead of okay. this being a movie podcast, can we just spend the whole episode talking about how cool you are? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that,
1: that takes away some of the mystique and the coolness. I'm going to just uh, like leave uh, it, leave it right now. I will
0: say you are severely overqualified to be on this right now. Just, just blowing us out of the water with credentials right now.
1: Ah, sick! That never happens.
0: Wait, so are you currently, what are you currently doing if 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 that was a former life, You said former and all that. What are you currently doing and why did you get away from it?
1: So I pushed all of that to the side. And I'm about to get my PhD in English literature at uh, Louisiana State University. So, But not totally unrelated. I study horror movies, horror, and gothic literature in the South. So it's not totally unrelated fields.
0: Please do your dissertation over interview with a vampire.
1: I actually oh. my senior thesis in call undergrad was on interview with the vampire. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was on, it was on female sexuality and interview with the vampire because I argued that it's weird that the only young vampire is a girl. Like so, she's like literally infantilized, and I mm. also argued that everyone else is allowed to have these like homosexual relationships, but when she has like a lover like they murder her. So it's, it's all, it's very, uh, political. Um, it's a good book and it's a good movie.
0: (laughs) Again, way overqualified. (laughs) Well, you're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna get about halfway through this podcast. (laughs) And I think in our group message, I said something about, uh, so many people were going out of their way to get the sloppy toppy from uh Eileen Woodrose or wh- however Warn- you mentioned.
1: Warnos. Warnos.
0: Uh so that's what you're dealing with here. Yeah. Not uh writing <laughs> uh not a not a very learned podcast, if you will. I also yeah. just <laughs> want to take a moment to
3: acknowledge that Caitlin is the first person in my life that I've ever heard say Louisiana State University.
0: Yeah.
4: LSU <laughs>
0: Uh shout This out is Mr. a
4: house of learned doctors. We call everything by the full name.
1: Yes, Exactly. Like I'm in my PhD, so I say things in full. <laughs> even though uh, I don't I don't even think I know what PhD stands for. So that I go
0: to uh when I go to Boston next year, just say Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> when I'm in when I'm Connecticut, we all know it's Yale. Um <laughs> when I'm in Barcelona, uh, the <laughs> Dex, uh let's start with you because you were saying uh you were you you watched this movie today. Did both you and Jake? Did both of you watch this movie today? I did. Okay, uh,
4: well, I, I, I've I've seen it before. Like this wasn't the first time, but I rewatched it today.
0: Okay, so we'll start with Dex. It may be freshest on his mind. He was he had some takes that he was getting off in the. Uh, <laughs> oh no. I mean, nothing you probably hadn't ever seen before, but Dex, give it, uh, give it your review and your rating and how do you feel deep inside about this movie?
3: I feel gross deep inside, <laughs> it's just like the general right. mood, like everything about it is either sad or horrifying or like a little bit funny, even though it shouldn't be funny, um, yeah, just the the entire thing just made me feel bad. Like I had to immediately shower after watching the movie. Like I felt physically <laughs> gross. Um But it's good. It's like really well made. It's really well acted. Both the leads are killing it. Charlie's Theron, obviously she got her Oscar for it, but Christina Ricci also did a great performance. Like it's really well made, but like it just hurts, man. I give it like <laughs> a I give it a B overall. It's not a fun experience. It's good.
1: You're like, it just hurts too much to be a good
3: movie. (laughs) Oh, it hurts. I can't give it an A because it hurts too bad. It's 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 a rough
1: it's a rough (laughs) go-around.
3: Where does
0: it where does it hurt? Everywhere.
3: (laughs) Everywhere.
0: I I should mention, I don't even know. I mean, by now you've probably figured it out. It'll be in the title of this episode. We're doing monster, by the way. Um Monster came out in 2003. It is an hour and 49 minutes long. A long hour and 49 minutes long. <laughs> um, has a 7.3 on IMDb. It is based on the life of Eileen Waronos. I'm going to mispronounce that all night. Warnos. Uh, Warnos. Warnos. A Daytona Beach prostitute who became a serial killer. It is directed and written by Patty Jenkins uh, of Wonder Woman fame. Uh, stars Charlize Theron just you could have told me uh, if you would have told me that that was the same woman from Hancock back in the day I would have slapped you in the face this is not Charlotte cannot convince me this is the same person um she stars as Eileen Christina Ritchie stars as Selby Bruce Dern makes an appearance shout out and uh yeah and then a bunch of people you wouldn't really know scott wilson is in uh is in the movie um this uh is a true story folks yeah and uh based you know on an eight million dollar budget it it was it was a hit it made 58 million dollars at the box office and for being a hard r uh yeah it made its money it uh and of course like you said it won a golden globe and an oscar for charlie's throne is the lead Roll also, Monster has an eighty-one percent both audience and critic score. So Dex, you were right on, on uh, how people feel about this movie, where they're just like,
3: "We know it's good," (laughs) but uh, I'm in
2: pain. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm shocked people are that in pain because it's like everyone loves true crime in this like sick, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: horrible way. And I'm like, I think that's part of also, like, probably why people are in pain is because you don't want to admit, like, you're interested in it, right?
2: Well,
0: this, (laughs) yeah, it's, this feels different, though. It does. This feels so much different, and maybe we get into the psychology of it, but but we'll start. Caitlin, how do you feel about this movie? And give it a letter grade if you had to give it one.
1: Ah, geez. Okay. I really like this movie, Um, (laughs) unsurprisingly. Um, I'd give it, like, an A minus. I do think there's some really major... So I think part of the thing is, like, when you make, like, a true crime thing, you're still beholden to, like, facts, not even, like, just entertainment value. Like, obviously, you're dealing with um, it being a reflection off of a true story. And there's some real big issues there that make me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but um so yeah that's kind of the a minus like I like a lot of the work it does and I think that Charlize Theron is amazing and Christina Ritchie probably turned out one of the best performances of her life besides in Casper and (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know I think it's a pretty strong film but yeah it definitely is unsettling and hard to watch.
0: So an A minus from you. Jake, uh, bring us home with that. What do you? how do you feel? I think we are all all three of us in the group message were just like ick. Like, ugh. Nice. <laughs>
2: yes, good.
0: Yeah, Jake, how do you feel? Uh
4: damn. Um I, I agree with everybody. I mean, that's part. It it is an A film. It is an Oscar worthy performance all around. Subject is hella hard, guys. This is this is a film you do not feel good about watching. Uh, I was 13 when this came out, so I didn't get the chance to see it in the theaters, but I would love to have experienced sitting with uh, like 30 other people going through this roller coaster.
0: Let me tell you something, uh, bud 30 people are not in this movie theater.
4: The <laughs> <laughs> One other guy sitting on the other <laughs> side of the room. He and you I, know I just what, like looking at each other occasionally, like, why are you here? Uh, hey, you, you want to... We should leave, right? We should. <laughs> <laughs> we should not be in here. This is, but that's like that is the feeling of this feel uh, of this film. Um, you don't feel good watching. Like you feel like you are witnessing something that you should not be witnessing, um, and how Charlize Theron approaches this character as both sympathetic in a. a, a a way because you know her past is drained horrible and terrible and there's a bit of a way to claim that the murdering people was kind of justified so there's a bit of a, a weird emotional roller coaster that you as a viewer go through where you're like okay I can kind of like okay you can kind of do this except for like the last guy that she killed but at the same time <laughs> she killed heaven hard. people <laughs> yeah I know I'm not saying like if you're gonna murder people, murder people that's to prostitutes. Like this is not an endorsement of that.
0: Is that it's, the, it's t- the stance of the one take podcast? <laughs>
4: if, if you plan on killing people, kill people that that uh, frequent prostitutes. Mm. <laughs> oh, Come on, society! Like that is that's in fact we'll make this a sound bit.
0: <laughs> Clip that. Next.
4: Oh, you got it <laughs>
2: I don't
1: I don't um, want I don't want my name associated with this upcoming liability.
2: Please don't <laughs>
0: I'll be looking at it. they'll be they'll be trying to give you your PhD and they'll be like, wait, were you on a one take <laughs>
2: podcast?
4: Listened by twelve people? How dare you? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> go, go ahead, Jake.
4: <laughs> Basically what I'm trying to say is this is a sympathetic portrayal of essentially a very deranged and terrible person so you as a viewer go through a lot of different emotions and that's done through one Jenkins directing um and two Charlize's performance um with a subject matter that is I mean it's intense it's not something this is not shot in a documentary format where it's more informative where you're getting more details where you're getting a lot of views of the story you're getting one and it's hard to watch
0: I agree. Uh, I would probably give it a C plus to a B minus. Um, mostly, you know, I mean, I, th- shout out Patty Jenkins. This was her first feature league film and she wrote and directed this.
3: Damn, um,
0: wow. yeah, it's her first feature league film. I think she had done a couple other short films before this, but you know, her IMDB only credits her with doing two short films before this. So the fact that they trusted her with such a heavy subject and, and she wrote it and, and, it goes without saying that thank God this was in the hands of a woman, like, oh, because yeah. there, the, the there's there some subtleties and, and more sympathy towards some subject matter that I feel like in the hands of not all, but most men, I don't think it weighs the same in this. And of course she's, she's done subject matter later in her career that, that hinges along that. But I, Oh, I cannot stress how bad of a time I had. (laughs) Like, I was just like, Oh man. It's like, I don't know who said it, but I needed to go shower. I, I don't know. And I think that it was well-directed. Charlize Theron gave the performance probably of her career. I don't know how you top it. She is a chameleon uh, Mm -hmm. from what, from what we can tell, especially with her roles and, how this didn't get more acclaim as far as like makeup and things like that at the Academy Awards, I'm not sure, but I, I mean, I was blown away. I was blown away by her performance in the, in some of the choices that, that Patty Jenkins made as far as the narration goes and narrating her own life and things like that. But, Oh man, it was a bummer. Oh, it was just a bummer. <laughs> and, and it is interesting how, much because if this comes out today this probably goes straight to netflix it is another it's it is better than the extremely wicked horror, shockingly evil and vile zach efron yeah. murder porn that was so put much out. better which yeah, is like-
1: both are grossly inaccurate and like they're Mm -hmm. always going to be but at least this one like attempted some semblance of like psychology at least
2: Mm -hmm.
1: or also like I don't know the Ted Bundy one made me feel more gross because I kind of just wanted to spend more time with the um I don't remember the girl's name but doesn't matter yeah it's a pseudonym anyway um but i wanted to spend more time with her and there was just way too much like kind of just being like ted bundy's so smart ted bundy's getting away with everything and it's like ah man i don't care like um, hey
0: guys ted bundy but what if sexy yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) people just like uh, there's a there's a whole subsection of tumblr that's like uh, obsessed with ted bundy and i'm like this oh god this didn't help this made it worse and I'm just like good great fantastic just 16-year-old girls being like imagine fanfics with Ted Bundy Oh no That's a thing
0: T- Ted Bundy but what if abs <laughs> I don't know I uh, the the uh. biggest thing to take away from this movie is definitely her her transformation yeah, because when we can talk about that at length, I'm sure. And I I, I feel yes. like we should start there. She looks absolutely nothing like Charlize Theron.
1: <laughs> well, she, she gained like 30 pounds for the role, right? The- yeah, she's yeah. she
0: you see her several times without her shirt on and things like that. And she's she's bigger and she's it just I don't know if you see, you know what Charlize Theron looks like. She's in every every commercial. But every per, every yeah every perfume perfume commercial she's in. But you know, this is not the same woman. You cannot convince me it's the same person.
3: They gave her like six extra inches of forehead. Like they mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. she looks completely unrecognizable. Her teeth are different.
0: Yeah, like she has oh. different teeth. You know, she has an over like a severe overbite. You know, she doesn't have a chin. It's just, it, it is nuts, and I'll, I'll, what really gets you is the bleached eyebrows or the no eyebrows. That is what really does mm-hmm. it. And she, she looks about as close as you can get to the actual woman. I would say,
2: yeah,
3: as
0: sure. close as they were gonna get.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, she has such a distinct look, too. Like. She has like those wild crazy eyes. And I feel like Charlize Theron like nailed that upset. Mm-hmm. like the amount of eye twitching that goes on in it, where it's like her face doesn't move, but her like eyes just keep scanning back and forth. Like to me, that's the most iconic, it, I guess.
0: There is yeah. something about her movements, and Jake, yeah. maybe you can talk about it. there's something about her movements where everything is manic. Everything is, everything is quick or just sort of draw it, it, it she is it's like she's on edge the entire time and it really puts you the viewer or at least it did for me on the edge of your sheet on, on the edge of your sheet on the edge of your seat like what is what it she gonna stab somebody um <laughs> you
4: know? uh, no I mean it, it's absolutely uh right I mean it's a, got, a good observation as for the character and admittedly i I am not familiar with the real Eileen and kind of this case, but knowing at least just from the film's narrative perspective, it's a hard life like I mean her background is essentially at any point in time anybody that she crosses paths with will kill her, and she's not an important enough person, she has no connection to anybody that she'll be missed, so like there's no protection, there's no safeguards it's Anybody anywhere can immediately come out and attack her, so like she does have this wild and crazy look and manic movements, and like it's always darting, is always uh exploring the space like out of self protection. Mm-hmm.
0: Dex, what did we think about uh your girl Charlize's performance?
3: One thing that I pointed out in the group chat is that this movie made me realize Charlize Theron is like tall as. shit <laughs> <laughs> I think that you said she could start at power forward. <laughs> starting for,
0: Starting forward for the uh I don't know, the fever.
2: Oof.
3: Yeah, she is she is what? huge. Like just the Indiana fever, home of Lauren Cox, Baylor basketball great. Anyway, mm-hmm. um Yeah, she The Sparks,
0: is, name a team. I don't know.
3: She is big as shit. And like <laughs> I don't oh, know. That's something I didn't really realize, like, watching this movie for, like, the first time, because I've seen it years ago. But, uh, yeah, she is just, like, extremely powerful and, like, in a way that you wouldn't expect Charlie Theron to, like, be able to be on screen. Just, like, knocking that guy over in the restaurant or, like, just throwing shit around, like, in the lawyer's office and things like that. It's like, wow, Charlie Theron, like, seems like an entirely different person and also, like, ginormous in this movie and like that entire like transformation just like from head to toe like in demeanor like every like the voice all of it she nailed all of it
0: it doesn't help that christina ritchie is like five two (laughs) if that if that she towers over this woman in this in this uh in this movie what do we think uh caitlin what did you think about her performance as compared to because you've you oh christina ritchie's five foot yeah maybe so what did you What do you think about uh, her performances compared to the to the real person? Because you maybe know more the most about this actual case.
1: So for me, if you watch the old jailhouse videos of Eileen, she's unhinged. Like I think that's the nicest way to put it. Um, and also, pretty much everyone that's ever interviewed her says that she's extremely violent and temperamental and. complicated in some ways but I think for me in a weird way they play her very sane and introspective which is maybe not the words I would use to describe her I did
0: notice that and
1: yeah and I just think that there's obviously a perspective at play here that is deeply sympathetic to Eileen's plight um which I mean is good because that wasn't really the case in the 90s pretty much no one was sympathetic to her but i also do think it in some parts crosses a line in terms of betrayal like where i feel like it's almost you root too heavily for her to kill some of those men and it's not great at least as a woman Mm -hmm. like i'm watching it and i'm like yeah that seems justified even though in some cases, it's certainly not. In at least like five out of the seven.
3: I was about yeah. to say maybe you feel like <laughs> really heavily for her to kill those dudes, but that's not how I felt.
1: I was like watching it and I was like fair, <laughs> like fair enough. Like I, I was which, not. <laughs> which it's also like. The the men are also portrayed as like I think a little slimier than they necessarily were. Oh, this was a House. big
0: "men ain't shit" movie.
1: Yeah, and I <laughs> and I do want to say I feel very uncomfortable with anything portraying victims that way. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. they might be soliciting sex workers, but I'm like, they're not probably like they didn't deserve to die. But I I did it- yeah.
0: In real life, one of the ones, the first one that she encounters and kills was a guy that was a sex criminal.
2: Yes. Uh, In real
0: life. And he was was like schizophrenic or something like that also. Yeah. Richard Um,
1: Mallory. Richard Mallory. Richard Mallory.
0: Yeah, Yeah. He was a piece of shit. So that's...
1: That's well, one like, of
3: the ones, I don't know. Her first kill in this movie definitely deserves that. Is Which is
1: the most upsetting part, actually, if you know about the case, is that's actually the one um, that she gets convicted of. Okay. So they recognize that the other seven happened, but she gets life in prison because of the murder of Richard Mallory, which I'm like is arguably the one that you can argue self-defense in the best. And I find her claims really credible. So it, it's weird. that That's well portrayed in my view i think that's a fair portrayal that first that was
0: a that was a fair portrayal it it's weird from there where they go where where all of a sudden it's she's just killing and they don't show all of her seven kills i think no they they show five of them um and they're out of
1: order so mm the um the pre, not the priest, but the missionary is actually like her fifth or something like that. He's not her final kill, as it's portrayed in the movie, which mm-hmm. obviously there's cinematic value to the final kill in the movie being one that's clearly unjust to show mm-hmm. how like fall she- far she's fallen, but that's not the reality. like she kept going like she
0: kept a couple more yeah she killed killed the cop after she killed the missionary guy whose body i guess they never found
2: yeah they never Um, find him
0: the 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 problem that i have with this movie and this uh, this is mainly why i would give it a c plus and you were talking about the sympathetic there are parts where it's definitely you should have a little bit of sympathy for people not necessarily her people that come from situations and cannot get help yeah. that come from terrible abuse and unjust and just terrible things that I'm not even qualified to talk about but the there is parts of that where you should feel sympathy for that and they do a good job of being like look this is what happened the the problem that I have with this is that we're sympathizing a serial killer for most of this movie. And you were mentioning that.
1: No, and that's disturbing, right? I think, I think she's one of the easiest to sympathize with because I mean, everything that they talk about in her past is true. Like in the movie, she never knew her father. Her dad was incarcerated before she was born and died when she was 12. She was given over to her grandparents who trigger huge trigger warning basically sold her to friends um she began um doing sex work when she was 15 years old like this this woman has a pretty horrible traumatic life and i think that obviously gives way to sympathy but it's also like there is no there's there are plenty of people who go through horrible levels of trauma who don't murder people
0: who don't do crimes
1: yeah exactly (laughs)
3: the official stance of the one take podcast don't do cracks (laughs) don't do cracks um all right so we
0: talked about uh starting it at 31 minutes all right so we talked about her performance uh, kind of at length what do we what do we think about richie's performance because she's good but she's also very dumb
1: (laughs) can i can i read my favorite quote that's about christina Ritchie in this film which sure. uh, everyone apparently hated her acting because they were like she's just such a bad actor and then uh ebert came out and was basically like she's a sublime actress in this role because she's playing a bad actor and she's doing bad acting of a bad <laughs> actor and i was just like what does that mean
4: Oh <laughs> all right Heading another point
1: it was good i was like that's brilliant yes that's all that's my contribution Um.
3: i don't even know how to follow that to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i thought she was what she was supposed to be mostly like i don't i don't know it didn't seem it didn't bother me her performance
0: it's a pseudonym right
1: it is her actual lover was named tyria moore and tyria moore is very litigious so a lot of they weren't really able to use any recognizable details pretty much everything except for the way that they met is like slanted her whole personality is pretty slanted. She never lived with her parents. Like that's all fictionalized because they had to. So
0: I don't know. Why did they have to? Uh
1: Ty- Tyria Moore is super litigious. So she's very prone to just random lawsuits. She it's she had sued whoever had done the Eileen Warnos documentary. I think his name was Nick Broomfield. Um, and he did two
0: documentaries, correct?
1: Yes. Interesting. And, yeah. And so she had tried to sue him for misrepresenting her because there's a lot of debate on whether she knew about the murders or not, um, which the film takes a very strong stance on,
2: um,
1: mm. even though it's definitely in question. Um, but yeah.
0: There is a weird thing that they can do in movies is like, oh, we can't get this character's rights, just change your name.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Everybody knows you're going to look it up.
1: Yeah, and they were like mullet. That's the real recognizable <laughs> detail we're going to put in here.
0: Parted down the middle mullet.
1: That's what that's what Tyria Moore looks like.
0: <laughs> oh
2: except gosh.
1: like christina ritchie's almost just like too pretty for it and they didn't i think they spent all their budget on charlie's so they were <laughs> like christina ritchie but with mullet that's enough i think
0: well it's uh, it's like they didn't they did a poor job of writing this character i feel like because yeah. it's christina ritchie's i just put i wrote down i said is is christina ritchie's character just naive or dumb because i don't know which one it is is because she goes you know, I bet guys, like, like to be with you.
1: You see, mm. I found that manipulative. I found that, like, and she's manipulative throughout the entire film, I think. Because, like, throughout the, like, her basically being like, why'd you give up hooking? Like, you need to take care of me. That
3: was the and, wildest shit to be. She was yeah. like, get back on the street and tell that cooch woman, like, I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: starving.
3: We're, we're starving out here because you're not Selling yourself,
1: but it's like I also wrote down the "people pay to be with you" line, and I definitely read that as her trying to like suck up, I guess, to certain like to appeal to like Eileen's like pride. Well, no, this
0: was this was when they were at the roller rink for the first time. Yeah, so I thought,
1: yeah, Yeah. because I think like she's kind of still interested in her. At least that's how Mm. I read it. But I think like you could also just be like she's stupid. I don't know.
0: i think it, i think it's a it shows a little bit of um how i think it shows how naive she is honestly or they at least that's what they tried to go to yeah uh but it just sometimes just comes out as like we're looking at the same person right <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so sad it's so sad they're both just so like lonely that you can almost see how like they got there where Mm -hmm. you're like i was i wrote down that i think this is a weirdly good breakup movie because i was like i (laughs) I was like because okay. I, I was like it's just like that feeling of like extreme loneliness where you're like anyone will do
0: from the directors <laughs> and writers of crazy stupid love Charlize <laughs> Theron Christina Ritchie I
3: was going to say it's a marriage story but with murder
2: yeah a <laughs> uh, right, uh, murder story the murder <laughs> story
0: <laughs> uh their first kiss is to Journey, which is you know okay.
4: Uh, it's um because the former lead singer of Journey was the consulting uh musician. Was he really? I can't what? Think, yeah. Um, so
0: they Steve just got Perry. to. So they just got to use "Don't Stop Believing."
4: Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, Steve Perry um, was the music consultant.
0: What a flex! What, what a, flex.
4: a flex. I wrote down that very that's cheap hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just first kiss at the roller rink <laughs> to "Don't Stop Believing." Like that is just objectively hilarious. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, the staging of that scene is just so uncomfortable, <laughs> and that's that's all I have to say. It's like maybe the least sexy love scene I've ever seen in my life.
0: Uh, they were going after it in the parking lot. They were, um, and I just wrote down, and I don't know what this says about me, but I just say, you know, her breath fucking stinks.
2: Oh yeah,
3: oh yeah, dude. Without question. Caleb, I have a question. You might not know the answer. What? What is the age gap here between Eileen and whatever the real person in, is?
1: In real life, it's not big. It's like they were around the same age. I think like Eileen Warnos was like in her early thirties um or like late 20s um but i can actually probably tell you so she got caught in 1990 something hear know. that
0: page flipping she has notes
1: i took so many notes um i'm so prepared Jeez. yeah so yeah 1990 i think and i think there's like a two-year age difference in real life or something like that it's not massive
3: it looks huge in this. Yeah, movie. because
1: Christina Ritchie looks ten. Like yeah. especially with her broken arm. I'm like, are we taking it to, like fifth grade man? Like what's going on?
3: Yeah, you don't All see right, a whole lot of arm so... cast in the adult world.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's actually true. If you've seen an adult with a cast, it's it's a weird situation. Yeah. Um A casting what if Kate Hudson was the original offer for Christina Ritchie.
2: What?
4: Kate yeah. Hudson?
3: Hmm. 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 I don't know if this
0: is a different movie or not.
4: It would be Kate Hudson coming out of Almost Famous? No, that was a little before.
2: Uh-huh.
4: It's Kate Hudson coming out of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days.
2: Yeah, she's
0: too big of a star. <laughs> What a what a turn that would have been. Well, this is also Christina Ricci coming out of Prozac Nation.
3: Christina Ricci is kind of funny looking, so like I think that helps the movie. Like we were discussing this earlier, yeah. Christina Ricci's not ugly, but she's but she's kind of funny looking. So like I think that like helps. Poor Christina Ricci. The,
2: Ritchie.
0: <laughs> yeah. the um, it's... this movie with Kate Hudson would have been like how to get rid of seven guys. <laughs> very quickly in a, very quickly in
1: about like a year
0: yeah <laughs> um Do <it>. alternate title <laughs> no i mean it's it's a fair point
4: uh in terms of casting because so much was done to charlie stern and it feels like nothing was done to christina ricci which feels weird and it's something i talk about a lot about in movies that like if an actor is so good and gets so deep into a part that you you don't notice them anymore like it just becomes <laughs> a theatrical performance. It's really good. And Charlize Theron obviously does that and wins an Oscar for it. Christina Ricci, they're like, just give her this terrible haircut, and she looks plain enough. It's fine. It feels
0: weird and bad.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, I just have to say, and move this along a little bit, of course this is in Florida.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Of course, this is in Florida. Daytona Beach specifically. Like, yeah, this is more of a Tallahassee
4: movie. Yeah, this is a big time <laughs>
0: Tallahassee. Movie. There's a Jacksonville written all over it. Um, the the thing about this, and you know, this is in Florida because people actually pick up hitchhikers.
3: I also wrote Who that. Who is there doing that? Hitchhiking is just a wild concept to me. Like, just how? Why? Who ever thought people... this was a good plan? I don't.
1: It's like a latchkey kid thing, I think, right? Like, I think someone did a study, and it's like, if your parents left you alone more often, you were more likely to hitchhike. I don't... Mm. I I read that somewhere. I don't know if that's true. But it's like, her whole life is very Florida. Like, she married a yacht club owner in 1976, who was like... Seven, yeah, before this all happened, Eileen Warnos was like a trophy wife. <laughs>
2: Huh.
1: <laughs> to like a seventy-year-old man, and they divorced in a week. I wonder seems, why. Yeah, no, she like <laughs> she, like he filed a restraining order and was like, absolutely <laughs> not. And there's like a bunch of other stuff like that where you're just like, yes, this seems very apropos. Oh, and if you go to the bar where she got caught, Flor like in Florida in Daytona Beach, they literally have a sign that says Eileen waro's caught here, which is
0: cool, I guess. Yeah, movie. over there. Uh,
3: <laughs> over
0: there, Carl got his arm bit off by an alligator. <laughs> and over there, that's where that alien Wernos got caught. That okay. is that is our claim to fame. I just hitchhiking in general is such a weird concept. And the fact that and I, I guess it's just known if you're if you're doing this, you're a weirdo anyway, but the <laughs> The it's probably just known that if you're picking up a woman on the side of the road, it's just like five dollars, five dollars. Yeah. Uh, it just it's such a weird I don't know, such a weird concept. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it's either that or she's like a member of the Manson family. I don't think there's anything in between.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they made a movie about that recently. too. A- <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's
4: like, nice to like to there's say only if tourists. you were
3: hitchhiking, you were part of a territory exactly like that's all that can happen there's no you no either kill them or they kill you hitchhikes.
4: exactly
3: has anyone ever like okay up so a and
4: a
0: <laughs> has anybody picked up a hitchhiker and they just put their nasty feet on your windshield nah. like in once upon a time in Hollywood and never mind the uh... okay so she just has a gun yeah that's one problem i had with this movie and obviously yeah of course she has a gun but this is florida but the (laughs) the thing with it though is that it doesn't establish where she goes about getting said gun or i guess she's already had it
1: she already had it she got it in 1983 oh (laughs) yeah like that's one of the reasons she went to prison is she stole a revolver that she then used seven years later to like kill men so yeah like i don't know how they would have portraying that because she literally does just like kind of randomly have a gun
0: yeah i mean obviously (laughs) terrible (laughs) terrible scene that is oh brutal that's a brutal brutal scene and the one where you're just like okay i'm fine with with you shooting this man and it is sort of just this brutal guttural thing.
1: Are you talking about the police officer? The officer? No no
0: no. I'm I'm the, the first one. The very oh, okay. first one where yeah. she pulls the gun out of her purse. Yeah. And, because that's where I was just like, wait, she just has a gun?
1: Yeah.
0: Keep but that thing I guess, on you. <laughs> yeah, for a for a, even after going to prison for it. Yeah. I mean no, it so- came in handy, clearly. Oh, and this just pointed out, just following my notes, this just pointed out to me how dumb Christina Ritchie's character was. She's like, where did you get this car? Oh, I just borrowed it.
2: (laughs) From a
1: friend.
0: From a friend.
1: From a friend.
0: She says that two or three times. uh, Eventually, she'd be like, you don't have any friends.
1: But is Christina Ritchie that stupid in this movie? Or is she just literally like willfully just being like, fine, I'm being taken care of and I don't have to go back with my homophobic family. This is I guess my well, life now. She's
3: got to be stupid though cuz like I don't know. <laughs> she drove the car like you know you I know think, that your girlfriend kills people I
2: think and just she...
3: has random cars sometimes and you're just going to drive it around like everything is cool like I nobody's going to be like that's the dead guy's car.
1: I think she's dumb in that way, but also I think she's just like I want to be free so I'm going to be reckless and do stupid stuff cuz I can. Um, yeah. Cuz like yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's been able to like go and do anything her entire life, like theoretically. I don't know. She steals
3: Eileen I, Warner's I mean, stories a, at the bar.
4: Dude, same I mean, though. She's essentially living a she's essentially living like a life without consequences exactly. and somebody's funding it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like she's being with a them singles.
4: <laughs> with them with forty dollars.
3: Dex, <laughs> what did you put in the group chat? Yeah, Eileen like murders a guy, steals his car, and then walks back into the apartment and makes it rain $40. Uh, on <laughs> Selby.
1: There are like a couple moments that I was just like, <laughs> me too. Like, same. <laughs> like, the bar scene where Selby is just lying and share like telling other people's stories, I was like, me too. I can relate <laughs> to that completely. And then can also you... like, making it rain. I was like, yes.
0: <laughs> can you also relate to dressing like Eminem from Eight Mile?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Because that that
3: was her outfit of choice. That that hat she put on, I was like, that was the MAGA hat before MAGA hats. Like that. Uh. Oh, yeah. I was so distracted.
0: That was definitely the uh, Mama playing Call of Duty. (laughs) That was the Mountain Dew Red Bull Doritos hat. Uh. uh, A real interesting choice. So they show her cleaning the car. Maybe we can get this is where we can maybe get into the psychology of her. Mm-hmm. it was she ever diagnosed with any disorders? Obviously, probably, but like <laughs> Oh
1: uh,
0: yeah. But her, <laughs> her I think her father <laughs> the was level. Schizophrenia. I think I think Yeah, her, her dad was mother...
1: schizophrenic.
0: Yeah, so I mean obviously, but she's cleaning the car, so obviously she she's not a psychopath or anything oh no
1: she is she is a diet. or a socio
0: sociopath or something she knows what she's doing is wrong right
1: well psychopaths know what they're doing is wrong so the definition so what you're referring to would be legal insanity legal insanity Mm -hmm. is when you don't know what you're doing is wrong
0: see this is why we're underqualified
1: Um, she actually scored 32 out of 40 on the psychopathy hair checklist in prison, but Mm. which is considered a very, very high score, but like, it's also a really problematic checklist because also if you guys take it, all of you would pass, like you would all be considered psychopaths because they're like very vague things. Like, have you ever like known you were manipulating someone? And it's like, yeah, we we all have done that.
0: Like, uh, have you ever fired off a bad tweet
1: yeah
0: check dex <laughs> literally not once but- <laughs> that's a, see, where's the sociopath list that's where we need
1: <laughs> you can you can buy it you have to go and buy it because i don't know i'm not gonna buy
0: i'm not gonna <laughs> buy the check that i have a broken brain i know
1: but it's also she had um probably the most depressing of the personality disorders, which is borderline, um, which makes complete sense with how the movie portrays her, which is to say that she's extremely lonely and desperate to hold on to anyone that shows her any kind of love, Mm -hmm. um, which is literally what she does with Selby. um, The Tyria Moore analog where it's essentially like, I'm going to keep doing this thing, even though it hurts me and scares me because I'm too scared to lose this person. And it's an interesting combo, like psychop- psychopathy and being a uh, borderline.
0: The, you know, it shows that she knows, obviously she, she knows what she's doing is wrong, but a real interesting choice that, I wrote this down. A really interesting choice that Jenkins made is having Theron narrate her own life like it was a, a happier biopic, but it comes off of just how crazy she is, and it just has all this happy music where she's talking about things that she learned in the past while also saying, well, when I put my baby up for adoption at 13, yeah, and all just terrible things that have happened to her, it, it just it plays so interesting that they did it that way.
2: Well, and I it's
3: used like, to uh, have dreams, but then I realized that everyone hates your dreams, so you shouldn't have <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, it's like the opening scene is also shot like a home film, and she's like, like talking about how she wants to be in movies and how she always like idealized her own life and then like gave up. And it's like, I feel like that's fairly accurate, unfortunately. Like, There's, there's also like this, so psychopaths are known for their, like, feeling like their lives are more grand than they are. And I feel like that's definitely a characteristic we see in her, that like, that she's indestructible, that like, nothing's ever going to come back to her, that her life is somehow a little bit more important than it is, which is actually the sad truth is that no one values her actual life. What is the mm-hmm. line at the very beginning?
0: She's had three movies made about her. What can we say?
1: Well, but like they don't value her before. Like what is the <laughs> quote? The quote where it's like uh, the the first guy, the actual rapist is talking about how he feels about sex workers, where he's like, I love them and I hate them.
0: Oh and, yeah. Like, I thought that was just women in general.
1: I I think he was talking about sex workers where it's like men love them, but also like want to beat them. I can't, uh, I can't remember. Regardless, I think that's telling.
0: Yeah, I just, I it is sort of a weird, not a weird, it is an interesting deep dive into into her from her perspective because you rarely yeah. get, I mean, thinking of some of the serial killer movies that have recently come out, you rarely get the person from their perspective. I think the closest we got was Ed Kemper in the everyone yeah everyone's which, a serial killer show which
1: is like he's lying too which is the thing about the ed kemper recordings is that he's a compulsive liar so he everything mm-hmm. he's saying isn't is mostly to be believed as just being manipulative like he was much smarter like he believed he was much smarter than everyone and he was pretty freaking smart so it's like it's just manipulation whereas like i feel like eileen warnos unfortunately in real life and in this film is not smart enough to be that manipulative
0: then i bashed her brains in with a baseball bat jesus <laughs> <laughs> ugh, ugh. Um, so, so let's see here why was that lawyer such a dickhead i mean wouldn't you be
3: i can't he, like
0: <laughs> he was on purpose like a big time dick
1: I think that's just lawyers. I say from a family of lawyers. I think that's just true. <laughs> that's just true.
3: But like, <laughs> just, if a lady just just, just walk into your office one day, like I'm gonna be a secretary, and you're like, you've never had a job in your like You don't have a to life.
2: let her in.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> let her in to be like roaster, like a yuck yucks comedy hour,
3: just like <laughs> so you've never had a job. Oh, idiot! Have you ever even seen a computer? <laughs>
1: Oh, dude, and poor Leslie, the secretary, she's just like, uh, okay, like, I'm gonna let you out. And Eileen's like, fuck you, Leslie. That was okay. Fuck
4: you, Leslie. Fuck you, Leslie. Can we
3: make that the drop for the episode? (laughs) Fuck fuck you. you you.
4: That line was improv.
2: (laughs) Was it? Uh
3: huh.
4: Genius right.
2: acting! She earned <laughs>
3: that Oscar right there. I did the
4: hell of that. <laughs> she was, she was psyching herself up. She's like, "I gotta win this award now." <laughs> fuck you, Leslie. Done. We're out.
0: The day player that was Leslie was just, Leslie was just like, "What the?
2: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Is this really uh, really crazy?" <laughs> I would love
4: to know where that scene fell on the call sheet because this this was filmed notoriously in twenty eight days, Holy and that's crap. That's roughly nine pages a day, which is just an intense amount of acting for such a heavy subject. So part of me really wants to believe Charlize Theron was like kind of at her edges a little bit and just let that one go. And mainly there's like 190 fucks in here, but that one felt extra special.
1: It does feel special.
4: <laughs> had,
0: had just a zest behind it.
1: it it's almost <laughs> like the real villain of this movie is just like Leslie. Like that's how it kind of feels. <laughs> We're just like, what did Leslie do? Like what systemic offense is Leslie doing?
3: I really <laughs> want to know. She what... refuses to check her privilege and that's why.
1: <laughs> Freaking Leslie.
0: I really want to know when she got home that day, like talking to whoever she lived with was just like, yeah, I don't know. I just walked in the door. She wasn't even supposed to say anything. To she
1: She's like going to her like husband. She's like, yeah, surely Theron's a bitch. Like... <laughs>
0: probably, probably sent her just like to send her a thank, like a thank you card or I'm a, I'm sorry card. I'm sorry I called you. Sorry. I said, fuck you to you that one day. Didn't mean it. Um, no, I, I, not for nothing, who's going out of their way to get uh, the ds by this woman? <laughs> and I say that oh. mostly...
1: That took me too long, Doug. Yeah, I, yeah, like, huh?
0: Huh?
1: I was like the Nintendo DS.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, much like you know, this, you- to blow on the cartridge to make it fit. No, oh. oh, got him got him, got him. Um, but oh. that mostly referring to the cop yeah where he's just like you remember me let's go park in this garage like why are you going by this woman you're just going out of your way maybe there's a deeper thing that I'm missing there The, the that men like to have power and things like that and that's probably it but well, like it, of
3: all the prostitutes yeah. you probably arrested being a cop in Florida like that that's the <laughs> one that stuck out me. well
1: because like he broke her jaw, too, or whatever. And so I'm sure he was like, yes. The the sex worker whose jaw I, like, smashed in is the one I'm going to degrade further. I feel like there's definitely bad cops who would, like, mentally be like, oh, yes. yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> Like, this is the move. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. I found that incredibly believable. I was like, I don't know.
3: <laughs> I also wrote down that I don't understand the, the prostitution economy, because, like, $40 seems... At the same time, like, too much and also too little. Right? I
1: just kept thinking it was so cheap. I was like, wow. Hey,
3: the, them's is
0: $19.90, folks. But, guys,
1: guys, girls have OnlyFans where they just post photos of their boobs and guys pay, like, $10, $20 for that. I'm like, for the full shebang, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like she could have done better. Depends on what you
3: think, what you're worth. The one guy's like, what are you her. in a union?
4: Look, this is this is a Clinton era economy, so Oh you're right.
1: Money's (laughs) (laughs) We we didn't consider the economy.
3: (laughs) But forty (laughs) dollars?
4: If you really look at the economic situation that was happening in the United States and then hyper focus on Florida.
1: But it's also like her value of money is so warped because in like in real life, because in 1981, she was convicted of armed robbery. And that's the felony that she was charged with when like they're talking about how she's a convicted felon. So she can only work in a factory. But all she stole from the convenience store that she robbed was $35 and two packs of cigarettes.
0: God damn woman.
2: <laughs> I
1: know.
0: Set your sights higher, shall we?
1: And then, like, she got, like, $10,000 in life insurance with from her, like, Yacht Club president husband in 1976 when he died because he didn't, like, remove her from his will for some reason. Of course he didn't. Or, like, whatever. And apparently she spent it all on, like, alcohol and cigarettes. And I'm like, who is she?
2: Damn. I, I don't the
0: understand.
3: Who's <laughs> among us. Who's <laughs> <Wow>. among us. <laughs> Big I would save out. money by not buying cigarettes, but the alcohol, I'm there.
1: I'm like, what top-shelf whiskey is this girl just, like, hitting? Dude, up?
0: what is going on with your liver where you can spend 10 grand? Uh, it's all it's all boom. Oh, her her, her intestines are yeah. a minefield.
3: you see yeah. when she chugged that beer, man? She yeah. she has been there, done that. She it, is,
0: a- it is just a disaster in her lower intestine and pancreas right now. Uh-huh.
3: She is about that life.
1: To be that liver, man. <laughs>
0: the the thing <laughs> it, she's diff- she's like drinking Mad Dog 2020 in Booms Farm. <laughs> um yeah, there is just <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down. Whole thing about money where they're they're basically eating at like a a, a Chili's and uh, We'll take you, take you wherever. Take you to a nice restaurant. And they're just at a Fuddruckers, <laughs> yeah. and and she she gets up, knocks that guy into that table like a linebacker, and then just found a whole cockroach this big in my in my in my food. I I thought of that line from Ricky Bobby when his dad gets thrown out of an Applebee's, and he's sitting there like Applebee's has rats. <laughs> a whole salad. I don't know why I thought about that.
4: I specifically asked for no onions on this steak.
0: Uh, specifically asked for no onions on my Salisbury steak. Um,
3: also, what a weird reaction to that whole exchange. Like, there's no reason for you to tackle this, man. Ah, uh, man, but what, a, here. but
1: what a hero, really. Like, what a <laughs> hero. <laughs> iconic moment i'm just like the queen of all karens like i'm not gonna speak to your manager i'm gonna tackle your manager bye uh, what we're
0: saying is caitlin is big time sigs inside yeah Whoa. <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's big me. big time also this is 1990 people are still smoking inside why yeah. why are we acting like this is a big deal you this see, is a sir, very fancy
3: Olive Garden. Like. I was just
1: gonna say, like, see, her anger was justified. <laughs> like, who's anti-smoking in that era?
3: When you you your family,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I was told. On that, she's just getting pushed out of the door. That's what, I was told. We were family. <laughs> <laughs> the uh this is a this is sort of, and we touched on it a little bit because you can see, you know, she goes out dressed like Eminem for a night on the town <laughs> and uh mom's spaghetti and she comes back with you know groceries and stuff and uh, eileen's like cleaning the stove
2: <laughs> yeah. like
0: a me- definitely like a crackhead and they're like where have you been and it's this weird domestic drama inside of a serial killer movie
1: yeah as as dex said it's the murder story
3: <laughs> murder story <laughs> yeah it hey
4: serial killers have lives too you know
1: but i think that's it is like one of the more interesting parts of like her whole identity right is that like she also has this lover who like ultimately betrays her and like i think that's where a lot of the, the not the cool factor that sounds wrong but like whatever the intrigue is so i think people are like weirdly interested in their like lives
0: there is it's funny because all Christina Richie would have had to say oh you don't want me going out hey remember that time you murdered someone <laughs> we would talk about that one
1: just the ultimate passive-aggressive like callback where you're just like yeah that's fine but also <laughs> remember when also you man?
0: also when's the last time
3: you were hooking I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't Get you back
3: mur- out there. $40 at a time. Let's I don't, go.
1: I don't want you to murder again, <laughs> but if you're going to murder again, please just kill them so we have food. I'm starving. Jeez. Yeah.
0: What would happen if she murdered these guys and they just didn't have any cash on them? Like, oops.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's just oops. <laughs>
0: Big Damn. Uh, Big
2: whoops.
0: So, they don't show us all of her kills. Obviously, she murdered seven people. They kind of show it out of uh out of order mm-hmm. um I I did say and then they do they do go out of their way She isn't all bad. She gave a she gave a fat guy an HJ
1: with a stutter. <laughs> I was, felt
3: so so weird and bad. <laughs> I was this. extremely uncomfortable.
1: My <laughs> favorite part of that whole scene is afterwards where she's just like you're welcome. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome.
3: Like, why I was, am I watching this pity hand job right now? Like, I, don't <laughs> I just,
1: have, I've never, that's what I'm saying is that I do feel like this is a weirdly fulfilling heartbreak movie because I was like, wow, relatable.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> I deeply relate to the, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome.
3: I was going <laughs> to ask which part you relate to, but thank you for clearing that.
1: No, and it's both the pity, no, I'm not going
2: to say that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh. You know that
0: guy, he, she was like, you're welcome. It took like five seconds. But also, your hands are deaf calloused, lady. Like, that was not, like, pleasant. Just, more,
1: just more friction, man. Like... That oh. is 40 grit
0: sandpaper. <laughs> 40 grit sandpaper. He goes home that night and he's just like, what the fuck?
3: <laughs> what happened? That's another scene in this movie where I was like, watching this pre rona I wouldn't have thought twice about it but now I'm like uh-uh. <laughs> yeah hey did you want to sanitize do we did we do sanitizer
2: also oh, yeah. her like
3: cleaning herself up in the gas station bathroom I was like
2: yeah <laughs> oh,
0: my god I mean it's hook or shower or whatever the um are y'all fam- familiar with the term lot lizard no nope
4: Yes. Oh. This <laughs> is a weird look for me. I was way too excited on answering that
1: A strong, yeah. Yeah,
4: dude. So there's I want to shut him down on 45. You want to come? <laughs> there's a there's a PFJ really close to my apartment. And, you know.
0: Anyway, I just I, I thought of that term when watching this movie. Oh, uh, you going to make me look mm-hmm. that up right now. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Wonder? Don't. Well, it's your laptop. It's not mine. Why? Click on Google Images.
3: Oh
4: don't, don't god. Do that. Swipe Actually, over I'm kind of curious of what that quick. first image would be.
1: I'm clicking images. Okay, it's Pornhub.
0: No.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen.
1: <laughs> the dark world of truck stop sex workers. Okay. Yeah. Understood now.
3: Oh, apparently there's a documentary from 2016 there, about this. There,
1: there is a documentary.
0: <laughs> a whole whopping 5.8 on uh, IMDb. Ugh. Anyway, oh, 1.99 on Prime. Oh, sick. Let me rent that real quick. Now
1: I know what I'm watching.
3: <laughs> Not every um, woman that you see in the truck stop that looks like nice is a lot lizard. <laughs> They could be a driver, truck stop employee, or even a trucker's wife.
1: Wow. I really, I really like how they're trying to be woke. And it's like, just because she looks like a sex worker doesn't mean she's a (laughs) sex worker.
0: Just because she looks like a sex worker doesn't mean that she couldn't also be a trucker's wife.
1: (laughs) That's her double identity.
0: (laughs) Or a gas station worker, which all power to you if you have that job, but it's just like, just, like, that's a weird backhanded it's <laughs>
3: <laughs> Although they shit. do exist, there are not as many lot lizards at truck stops as people think. I, I just want to that. know, like, how many people think that. Like, I like the phrasing, although
4: they do exist, as if it has the same sort of, like, level of mystery as, like, UFOs. <laughs> yes. Like, people have seen um but yeah we have no documentary yeah, on it. It feels chupacabra.
3: Like, it
1: feels like it feels like weirdly mythical. Like I'm like now I want to go seek out the lot lizard. Like,
3: They're like a I mean, comet. Like they only come around every so often.
1: I gotta go I gotta go on a quest. They're
3: seasonal.
1: A seasonal lot lizard.
4: <laughs> really from like June to August.
1: <laughs> That's when they come down south for the winter. Do
4: <laughs> you hit the hot? They Do you think sh- Bucky's has like the high end lot lizards?
0: <laughs> nah, they're way out of your price range. They're just like over. The uh... <laughs> yeah, they're just way too. They're like they're they're like they're gas. They're just upcharged. the uh... <laughs> The 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 <laughs> hey y'all see the <laughs> y'all see the lot lizard down at Flying Jay? It's incredible. <laughs> y'all gotta come see this. <laughs> I'm just imagining the M80s, the lot lizard is
4: out and about. I'm just imagining the scene from the first Thor, like the whole town goes out to the hammer.
0: (laughs) Hey, don't, don't Uh get, don't get too close. You'll scare it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picturing this woman like scampering away.
3: (laughs) I'm just thinking about like all the stupid things that they call gas and like applying that to lot lizards like Nitro Premium Plus. Lot <laughs> oh, this like, one's for sure diesel. How
2: heartbreaking! Oh, to be,
3: how
1: heartbreaking to be regular lot lizard then
3: <laughs> unleaded. <laughs> unleaded. Unleaded. <laughs> unleaded. <laughs>
4: You got your Supreme flat oh. lizard. Yeah, I had the money for Supreme, but unfortunately I had to get the out and light it this time.
0: Uh, oh no. My, uh, my engine doesn't run on Supreme. Right. Oh. Right,
2: oh. Downgrade. Oh.
0: The uh I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking of that lizard that like runs on two
2: feet yes! across the wall. <laughs> like the yeah. like the
1: Geico commercials. It's just that
2: one. That's
0: the
3: lot list Uh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unleaded. Oh
3: God. Gotta find last wherever you can. We're talking about this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. Um, there is a zero percent chance they were having these deep conversations about the the legalities and the moralities of murder zero percent chance in real life
3: yeah Yeah. that i was like come on man especially like when they're at the bus stop or whatever i was like there's no way this happened relax well yeah right when
0: they get found out and they're sitting and she's like trying to drink or do something and and you killed all those people and she people kill people every day zero percent chance that that woman said that oh for sure just like so? Also, That's probably what the conversation was.
1: Like I don't feel like the phone call either was probably that like God God no, I don't want to bless Eileen Warnos, but like God whatever Eileen Warnos. But like
2: <laughs> God Do, do what he, you will.
1: God do what he wills. Um, but yeah, like I don't feel as if she was like that intuitive to like recognize she was being played, even if she was being played really badly on the like staying at the very end. Where it's just, like, I don't feel like she's just, like, being, like, you're you're so weird right now, Selby. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you trying? Like, I don't feel like that ever happened either. Like, I feel like she was just all, like, yeah, when I killed those people. <laughs> I will oh,
3: say, what, you, was what are you really, talking about? That was a really badass shot where they showed, like, Selby on the phone and then they, like, panned all the, like, the feds yeah. listening on the side. That was dope.
2: That was, oh, that I, was I,
3: cool.
0: Uh, movie brain and me called it out. I was like, "She's with the feds immediately." <laughs> I mean, just white room or whatever. It's like she's trying to roll, snitch. <laughs> um, so trying
2: to
0: roll. it it kind of kind of a weird thing. She actually did kill an innocent, or what they think was an innocent guy. Um, and like you said, they they show that in the very end of the movie. But the funny, not the funny, the weird juxtaposition with this is that guy played the murderer or one of the murderers in In Cold Blood, the Truman Capote. What? Yeah, it was his second or third. Yeah, it was his second or third ever role. Just a weird movie trivia. He was one of the murderers in 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 Cold Blood. Fun. Yeah, fun stuff on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my last note. And we've kind of come to the end of the movie. Uh, I didn't give a shit about, you know, the big drama of their love story with the Motley motley crew guitar riff over it. Um, <laughs> I didn't give a shit. Like, I, I, I kind of found myself at the end of it going like, because just like from reading her story and from reading what this was, I kind of just was, meh. I don't, uh, it went out with a whimper to me. To me. I don't I don't know how y'all felt.
1: Yeah. I think that's probably true. I think that's very mm-hmm. accurate, actually. I think, like, it's hard to care because, like, she sold her out. And I think the thing that's more, like, distressing, and I I feel like it's hard for us to really call it a real, like, romance in any way. But, like, I think the thing that's more distressing at the end is, like, the kind of weird gut feeling where you're, like, this was awful and horrible and she should be in prison for the rest of her life. But does she deserve like lethal injection? Um, At least that's kind of where I was like where you're like, I don't know, like with all the circumstances, but it's, it's definitely a whimper. I think that's fair where, but like, I think that's because the whole film is like a hundred, like it goes from zero Mm -hmm. to 100 and then suddenly you're just dropped off in reality where like actions have consequences. I don't know.
2: And
0: they don't show any of her court case. They could have, and maybe they didn't want to just delay the inevitable with this. They just get to it. You know what I mean? It's also just not
1: that interesting. Her court case is like very clear cut. She basically admits to everything except for the guy that she ends up being convicted on. Um, She claims that was in self-defense and that seems likely. Um, She admits she killed the other guys in cold blood. Um, It's, I don't know. It's not that interesting. Like, she, it's pretty open and closed.
0: Speaking of the death penalty, this was Florida. They were going to put her on the express lane to that. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were, there's no way that Florida was ever going to let that slide. Oh, we're killing her. Yeah,
2: for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think an overarching theme of this sh- movie is one, and, It kind of is sometimes on the nose. Sometimes deserving, sometimes not. Men ain't shit. That's a big one. That's an overarching theme of this movie. Two, we definitely need to get... And this is what I took from it. Get better help for people coming from situations of abuse. uh, Or at least have more sympathy for those people. Uh, And three... Don't pick up hitchhikers on the side of the road in Florida, you idiot. <laughs> or anywhere else, really. <laughs> yeah,
4: what state would be okay to pick up a hitchhiker? I
1: think you're okay if you're at, like, Joshua. Montana. I was just going to say, if you're at Joshua Tree, you're probably fine.
3: Oh. Sure. So. Or, like, Vermont. Or something. Vermont
1: is fine. Vermont is just a nice skier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: So, basically, up, you northeast, hitchhiker. you're good. <laughs> you can pick
0: up a hitchhiker anywhere in Canada, and they will fill up your tank.
1: <laughs> wink, wink.
0: No, I mean, literally, oh. <laughs> literally with petrol. They'll be like, oh, oh I uh, see you're running low on gas over there. Um,
3: sorry I if can I'm can't imagine bothered. getting into a stranger's car, like, just completely like impromptu on the side of the street like I, okay an uber is one thing but i'm usually with people when i'm in an uber like just being yeah. by myself like just randomly hey you pull over let me in I, your car like that just goes do you get in, in the front way. seat
0: or the back seat of an uber if you're by yourself back. the back what yeah
3: that's what normal people <laughs> if i'm by do.
4: myself the back
3: but i have front front before
0: room. i have before ridden in the front seat
3: that's weird why <laughs>
0: i don't know (laughs) wait
1: but i also will defend the existence of hitchhiking because i suddenly remembered i have hitchhiked before
2: oh please explain what
1: when i was 14 i got into a huge fight with my mom for no reason away, (laughs) and i ran away (laughs) and this woman pulled over and was basically like yo do you need a ride and i was like holy shit and i was an idiot and i was like Yes. Did and she, she... tried to
3: sell you into slavery?
1: <laughs> no, but she was like very convinced my mom was abusive <laughs> and like and it was like oh. very... yeah, and she was like okay, I'll take you to your friend's house and I was like filled with like a, a quiet dread deep in my soul. Like well, yeah. throughout the entire time, but I was also like this is what badasses do. I was like this this means I finally reached a new level of cool. <laughs> like I'm hitchhiking and I'm 14. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. That me story me. ends badly all the time.
1: And I escape unscathed. <laughs>
0: you found the one good
3: person.
1: <laughs> she was like, no, really guys, nice. I think
3: she murdered that person, is what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you steal her well, identity? Rem- What's your real name?
1: <laughs> Remember when we talked about how I'm overqualified? It's because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a murderer. <laughs>
0: Dun, dun, dun. This, this podcast has just switched. It's, um, it's a
1: sting. It's a sting operation. This,
0: the, oh, I I don't think I don't think I could ever hitchhike. But if I were to hitchhike, I would definitely ch- charge more than $40. That's what we're saying.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, $40 is too low, man.
0: Know yourself. Know your worth. I think, yeah. Know yourself. Know your worth.
1: Well, I think she kind of, towards the end, knew her worth. Like because which was which was her last. Have y'all did you guys in any of your research read what her last words were? Because they're oh
0: kind yes, of nuts. Go ahead, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and read what her last words were. It was fucking nuts. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And I, also, she had one black. Granted, she had one black cup of coffee before she died. Yay. That was her last meal. Hell
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> which is kind of just hardcore, like very metal. Okay. Her her last words were, yes, I would just like to say, I am sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th, like the
2: movie,
1: which I think shows that she gained self-worth through being incarcerated because she was like, Jesus will include me when he comes back during like the final end dates. Like I'm going to be a featured performer. (laughs) <laughs> during, <laughs> during like the coming back of christ
0: showing up in Later hell the next day god.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh it my just god it kills
1: me every time i read it i'm like yeah me too girl
0: that I, is probably one of the weirdest like last quotes or last words that i've ever seen
1: yeah they're normally way way more normal but this one I'm just like, what acid like what acid are you taking? Like, tell me about the shrooms. Cause I don't yeah, I don't get it.
3: It's where it should have been. Fuck you, Leslie. <laughs> Fuck
1: you, Leslie.
3: Oh my
0: god. Oh no. Just looking at the person about to inject forty dollars. Forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Forty dollars.
1: He grabs her hand, she's like, Okay. <laughs> like, uh, uh,
0: ah, uh.
4: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the the I again, I say, good film. I feel gross. That's fair. I feel gross and I and I never probably never ever ever would have watched it had we not had Caitlin on to subject <laughs> us to again. this. Um, so I I put on Twitter and I don't know, it didn't get too many responses, but I got a few good ones. So I'm just going to read them off here. I, I said, in, in honor of our upcoming monster episode, what's the most unsettling movie? I'm, I'm sorry. Are we, uh, do we have any more notes? I just skipped ahead.
4: No, I'm, I'm good. I honestly did not write a whole lot about this film. So,
3: I think We're we good. covered it. I just want to give a shout out to my man who had the wheelchair wife and was a cop. Like you didn't deserve to go out like that.
2: I know. Nah. <laughs> right.
0: For being, he was a bad. He reached too quickly. He reached too quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: You gotta, you gotta go slow, man. What they teach you in cop school?
4: You <laughs> gotta go
2: slow.
0: What they teach you in cop school? <laughs> Reaching for the keys, you know she's gonna jump at you. Um. Man, man's getting. Killed with his pants down—that stinks. Uh, let's see. In honor of our upcoming monster episode, what's the most unsettling movie that you've ever watched? Not the scariest, but one that just made you go. Ugh. Um, Bayloretta says "Little Shop of Horrors."
1: The what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. Rick Moranis makes me go.
4: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me,
0: Seymour. <laughs> Feed me. Great. Um. Uh. Shannon says, "I was just a little kid when I saw Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and after that, I felt oh. like I was being watched by aliens all the time."
4: That's fair. I get that. I get that feel.
3: That's fair. Um. Shout out your to boy. Shannon. Shannon's
0: the best. Shout out, Shannon. Uh. Your boy Jack Ryan. Uh, Love you. Says American Me. Brutal prison scene, no bueno. What?
3: Never heard of it.
1: Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, shout out uh, James Edward Almost. Uh, that was his directorial debu- debut. So, oh, that is a film I do that know exists. That film. Um, DJ Fresh twenty three says Eraserhead. Okay. And Caleb D Marsh says. Lars von Tiers Antichrist.
1: That makes
4: sense. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Ugh. Do y'all have one that you can think of? This the monster may be it for me, uh, looking back really? on it. But do y'all have one? I don't know. There there's probably a few that I can think of. Like I I thought the conjuring was really kind of back in the day, but that was more scary than anything. I think the the first uh, what's that what's that movie with the weird red devil monster that crawls on the wall? Um, it's from the same guys that did The Conjuring. Anyway, I'll look this up. But do y'all have one? Um, oh, Insidious. The first Insidious made me uh, made my skin crawl.
1: Insidious is rough.
4: Uh, the only one that came to my mind when I first read our question was, we need to talk about Kevin. <gasps> oh! oh. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's
1: a bad time. Really good. What's, it still doesn't... What's his name?
4: It still he doesn't ready? help that i Oh, um... I was about to say
0: Tilda Swinton. Not, <laughs> also, but, uh... <laughs> also great. Yeah.
1: Uh...
0: John C. Riley uh, and Ezra Miller.
1: Ezra Miller.
0: Ezra Miller. He's fantastic. What a man. Oh. Yeah. What oh, a bad man. person to. Uh... Mm. Um, Wait. So, what is this movie? I've heard about it. That's why I grew up. But like, he is he a serial kid? What?
4: No, Ezra. In a nutshell, Ezra Miller. Essentially, it ends with him committing a school shooting with a bow and arrow. Oh. Um, okay, yeah, but it's, it's the whole it's the whole build up of like him being raised, and John C. Riley is more of like the protective dad. It's like no, he's just a boy growing up in the world. And Tilda Swinton's like, no, this kid is actually disturbed, and they have a very antagonistic relationship. So it's essentially like growing up. It's sort of like a making of a killer sort of thing. Like, how does you know a 13 year old child murder a bunch of his fellow students and it's like what does that life look like but it's it's
0: intense uh i will say on the same uh on the same lines as that there's a movie called elephant um which is literally almost just like a reenactment of the columbine shooting and it, it was by uh it was by the guy that made the guy that made uh goodwill hunting huh? so interesting that he would make that movie but i just found it i found the movie that i'm thinking of that was probably the most it made my skin you are never really here was the joaquin phoenix one that was the joker before joker and is basically Mm -hmm. dealing with like a guy trying to get a girl out of child prostitution and it just makes you feel bad the entire movie is like you should feel bad the movie Mm -hmm. uh dex do you have one that comes to mind
3: I really don't. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I don't really watch a whole lot of movies that like make me feel bad. Um, this one is way up there. Um, Passion of the Christ made me feel bad. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch Midsommar pretty soon here. That'll make that's, me feel bad. I can already tell you.
1: That's my pick is Midsommar. Uh,
0: but, strange, yeah. That's high up there. Strange things about the Johnsons
3: never watching that uh-huh. i know that i, know I will it, never like,
0: ever ever, ever i will never ever 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 watch that nope but people asking. are like going out of their way to watch that on the on the timeline i've I've noticed that
1: strange things about the johnsons
2: do yeah anything.
0: don't don't even you don't even have to look at i don't. already
1: am oh no oh, oh no. i don't oh that's uncanny looking a little bit okay oh wait i've heard about this Okay,
0: never mind. It was Ari. It was Ari Aster's like di- yeah. uh, film school dissertation or something like that, and it yes. is a
3: wild one. <laughs> Why is that man so strange?
4: What's going on with the Ari Aster? I don't. Well, know. he he wrote Midsommar after a breakup, so which makes whatever sense- happened to that relationship.
1: <laughs> which makes sense, because yet again, I'm gonna say that's a really good breakup.
4: <laughs> it's a great big breakup film. It- That ending is very cathartic.
1: It is. It is. But it's like, I also vomited when I first saw Midsommar and I think I texted Dex about it where I was like, I can't handle this in any way. Like it's all the, the gore and like the, it's just almost too well done. And I'm not like, it wasn't scary. I was just like,
0: hereditary. I feel like would be up there as well for a lot of people where it wasn't sort of mm-hmm. the scariest but makes you feel makes you feel things that you don't want to feel
4: um the only other film that came to mind was because i had to watch it in college and i will never watch it again it's, it's called come and see it's a 1970 something 80 something world war ii film from the soviet side it's about a little boy, and it's about essentially like child soldiers. Not, it's it's intense. Oh. I don't understand why we made a bunch of college
0: students watch it, but we did. Uh, better than when we were in ninth grade, and my teacher made us watch "Boy in the Striped Pajamas."
3: Oh no! Oh, Ooh. Ooh. oh no! Feel some things, my friend, uh,
0: buddy. Fourteen-year-old uh, trying to look tough in front of a bunch of girls cried his eyes out.
4: No. Uh, Good for you. Good for you.
0: I, get I in there. So hard in middle of my class. I'm I have to assume people were just like, dude, chill. Like I was
3: so sad. There oh. is no chill when it comes to that movie, man. That's yeah, crazy. I was about
0: to say like if you were trying to be stoic during that, fuck you. That's a that was way That's too intense of a movie. Yeah. That's one of those ones where you can't breathe when you're just can't <laughs> Oh god. Like yeah so that was one my teacher uh for some reason thought it was a good idea for us to watch
3: i I don't even remember why i watched that i just watched it at home one day i I was like this is awful what
1: i had like this phase where i really liked like holocaust films like i like watch schindler's Mm -hmm. list like i feel like everyone goes through that like a little bit no okay okay (laughs) i'm with you i'm with you i got you i'm fucking weird okay
0: it's you and me we're fucking weird through this one i let it let's go do it
1: and like i i don't know like i remember watching and just being like oof but it's also like the pianist is also a big like oof you're like oh Mm -hmm. no oh god Mm -hmm. and it's like sophie's choice is a little bit of an oof like but i kind of enjoy those oof moments the only film that i genuinely did not enjoy in terms of like huge oof like that that sadness like I didn't enjoy feeling really sad and like depressed and low because for some reason I love that it is like Hour of the Wolf by like Ingmar Bergman for some reason I watched that in college and it made me very very uncomfortable and I can't it's so a
0: weird catharsis for you yeah where you're just like where you're just like uh time to feel bad today
2: well, uh, the like... Holocaust podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. It's um I don't know. It's like why so, I had a true crime YouTube, I think. I was like this, I like to feel bad. I like So, to feel horrible.
0: What, yeah, so what we're getting from this is that you like true crime. Yeah. And genocide.
3: <laughs> and hitchhiking. Don't forget the hitchhiking. It's Yeah.
1: The in hitchhiking. Yeah. I like I like to live on the And I think that also like circles back really beautifully to everything cuz I'm also like Jewish. So it's like, what? What does that say oh. that I really enjoy watching Holocaust? I don't know. That's weird. I've never psycho. Oh. I've never psychoanalyzed myself this deeply.
0: Yeah, maybe you need to take that test. You're telling us that we should take that test. Maybe you. I I, I
3: have to. I just want the listeners of the podcast to know that I am backing away slowly. I am terrified.
1: No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs>
3: What I mean, out of all... nowhere to go from here? I don't know how to. <laughs> <this discussion. laughs> out of all
0: of the things, uh, you know, true crime YouTube and things that you've done, why, why one, why, what is the one that people are most obsessed with that you have found, there and also why are people because there was, I mean, it's 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 sort of tapered off a little bit, but it's still a, oh, it's like an industry. It is an industry. Why, why are people so enamored and why did it have this moment from, I, I want to say like 2015 to, to
1: now. really, a,
0: to probably now. Yeah. yeah it's like why, why is it such a, uh, because you know, we all watch don't, you don't fuck with cats. We all watched tiger King. We all watched. Um, and that's just kind of a train, sh- a train wreck to watch, but we all watched. You don't fuck with cats. And that murder wasn't even that, what compelling
1: okay i was like what are you gonna say Never it wasn't said. that bad no it, like,
0: <laughs> no it wasn't even that compelling it was like a guy murdered a yeah, guy but they you know but uh,
1: whatever his last name is i can't remember it
0: right now but, i mean we all watched the aaron hernandez shit you know what i mean so what is what is the obsession with it because back in 2003 this was just a study on a interesting person. Like I said, this would be a completely. There would be five podcasts on this. There would be, be two Netflix documentaries. There would be. You I know, mean, there are. Just, There's. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: One of the podcasts I listen to pretty regularly is Last Podcast on the Left, and I will shout them out till I die. They're amazing. But yeah, they did like a five part series. No though, free clout. Eileen Warnos. Okay, they deserve it though. <laughs> um, Marcus Parks is the only man. I have a crush on. That's like a celebrity, and he's not even a celebrity. Uh, Come on, the pod, Marcus. He won't
4: um, defend
0: yourself.
1: Defend yourself from me having a crush on him. That's, <laughs> that's offensive, but okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm
1: angry, but it's fine. Um,
0: it's conversation
1: to to circle back. I mean. It's a mixed bag, right? So I think, so to your first question, who who are people that, like most obsessed with? It's going to be people like Jeffrey Dahmer, Columbine, mm. the Columbine murders are huge on Tumblr. Um, shock, wow. Sh- shockingly huge. Dylan Roof, unfortunately, has a very big following, um, who is the Charleston Massacre um, really recently. Um, what's his name? Um, sorry. Was
2: Dylan... Wasn't Dylan
0: Roof, the the, I thought he was the Char- uh, Colorado guy.
1: Charles, no, that's it's Charleston. It's the oh, okay. um the the black church that was oh entirely right, massacred. you're right, you're right. Sorry. Um, people love him for for whatever crazy reason, and I mean, there's an entire medical disorder dedicated to this, which is like hyperstophilia which is the sexual attraction to dangerous people. It's not just murderers. It's anyone that's like dangerous. And it's like why girls date, not to generalize, but why a lot of women love dating people who are drug dealers. Why a lot of women love dating people who have felon, like felonies. And hmm. there's a legitimate medical condition and it's pretty more common than you'd think. But I think in the general public, I think we like to see what happens... I don't know like I so I say to a certain extent that this movie had some moments that were kind of relatable right so for me I think sometimes the like the extreme loneliness like she feels I'm like I know what that's like I know what it's like to want someone to love you so badly you'll do anything like I've been 15 like I remember that and I <laughs> being a sad 15 year old that just wants love but like I think there's some of that identification that happens where we can say okay but where does that identification end and I think that's where a lot of interest is is in like where is this person different than me and what are the bounds of the human psyche what does evil look like and how evil is evil and I think that's part of the reason why like Eileen Warno specifically is so interesting is that like there is a, a way that you can humanize her very effectively, where that evil can somehow seem slightly less evil, and I think that's part of the reason why the title's so apt, right? Like mm. deeming her a monster, but the question really is like, how did that even happen, and who really in this is the biggest monster?
0: She is. She killed seven people
1: for sure. <laughs> but like, I think you also like this syst- <laughs> the systemic oppression of like the police force and right. like, sis- I mean, sexual assault and violence. Like the way that that builds on someone over time. Like I guess that kind of evil and like not the Pete. Like who is the most evil? Is clearly Eileen Warnos. But it's like what in this story is the most evil thing that's going on? Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitively so hopefully that's like an answer in any way so that's no, at least my opinion
0: no it is and i think it's very interesting that we like when we look at media and netflix has really made that pivot to be just like what murders are out there give me the murder and, and
1: it's gross it's really gross honestly because there's not enough victim advocacy and i think for me that's the most disturbing part of this film most of the men are not given like names um uh, it's
0: literally like john like yeah, john number one john number two
1: you're the john yeah exactly and i find that pretty disturbing there's there's no real effort there's a couple of times where they try to humanize those men but really they're just treated as like things that she murders and i think that's horribly sad at the end of the day and like i think that's generally true with any kind of true crime true crime work that's put out on like netflix Or Hulu or whatever. I mean the Ted Bundy film, very little effort was taken to care at all about his victims at all. I don't think they even really mentioned them. And I know that's not the point, but it's also like he murdered upwards eleven people and they don't even get like a little like tagline asterisk, you know.
0: What if Ted Bundy but super sexy?
1: And then that's fine that there was no asterisk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It
1: fixes everything.
0: (laughs) Do you know that was the pitch meeting? It was just like, you know who we're going to get to play Ted Bundy? Uh, You know, some unknown. uh, Zach Efron. Hell yes. Do it.
1: He does look unsettlingly like him though, which is like, I think part of
0: Yeah, a little.
1: More than, like, I mean, like, the fact that, like, I don't know. I think we always see the crazy photos of Ted Bundy, and we're like, oh, he's not, like, hot. But it's, like, when you look at, like, the old family photos with where he was with um, Elizabeth is her first name, but now Elizabeth Kendall, um, where he was with her, you're just like, oh, he's, like, cute, like, and he seems nice. And I think we're interested Mm. in, like, what's so insidious about that, that it's, like, someone can seem so nice and so cool and, like, likes, wants to take care of your kid or whatever, but, like, is actually just a monster. And I think Eileen Warnos, it's more of, like, it's a totally different game than I think what we see in other serial killer documentaries.
0: So what we're saying is Caitlin would have fallen for Ted Bundy.
1: I totally would (laughs) have. I mean, like, he, like, I feel like, I I think you have to say that because, like, (laughs) otherwise it undermines, like, the people who, like, did He was apparently really charming.
3: The fine have to.
1: Well, no, what I'm saying is I think if you say, like, I wouldn't have, like, I'm not that stupid. I think that undermines the victims that did fall for it. If you're saying, like, it was stupid that they fell for him. Because it's like, it clearly, like, he was charming. He's a sociopath. He knows how to manipulate people. And, like, I don't know.
0: I will say there were several, i.e. several men uh, that continued to go to Jeffrey Dahmer's place when he had rotting bodies in his apartment.
1: Oh, well, yeah. There's also, like, Dennis Nilsen did the same thing in the UK, and I think someone went back after, like, he definitely drugged them, and they still went back, and you're just like, oh, no. no. And then he became a victim, and you're like, ooh.
0: Big yikes is what you call it. Big um, yikes. Dex, do we have a final thoughts on this movie, and we can wrap? we can wrap this up?
3: um don't do crimes and mm-hmm. um you know listen to women that's important um <laughs> yeah Charlize theron is very good at acting no women. and she made me feel bad things against my will
2: oh no against
3: my will
2: oh no <laughs> i
0: didn't sign up for this Charlize. <laughs> Please return your Oscar. Oh,
2: no.
3: (laughs) By the way. She deserves that Oscar. She earned the hell out of that shit.
0: Yeah, I don't even know who the nominees that year. Do we even... Does it even matter? I
1: just... Also, I love the listen to all women. (laughs) The quiet (laughs) listen to them.
0: (laughs) They have things to say, guys.
1: Ah, no. As the as the female representative currently on this podcast, I think the resounding answer is they don't have things to say. Come don't on. listen to them. Wow. <laughs> Got em.
0: I What
3: let's wow. just let's just Got be my... sure to say that is not the official opinion <laughs> of the One Take podcast.
1: Is, that is the official opinion of the One Take
0: podcast. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, um, the official stance of the One Take Podcast is don't do crimes. <laughs> yeah. Don't
2: do yeah, crimes. Thank you. A- Got it! Where's the button?
4: <laughs> um, I wonder- just for your... for the record, uh, she she killed it. Uh, the other nominees were Keisha Castle-Hughes for Whale Rider, Diane Keaton for Something's Gotta Give, Samantha Morton for In America, and Naomi Watts for 21 Gram.
0: Oh, she was running away with that thing. Yeah,
4: yeah
3: like
1: <laughs> I don't know, guys. The only whale one of those movies I've ever even
3: heard of is someone something's got to Gift. That's the only what? movie I've ever even You've heard of. You've never heard of
1: Whale Rider? No. It's the tale of a young boy. I think it's a boy. I th- I don't remember. But like, basically, a Maori society in which like someone gets to ride whales. It's it's very important to New Zealand culture.
0: Well, Dex has never heard of it, so it's not in the cultural zeitgeist. Damn it! I was to just bring just it back around.
3: It might be important to New damn Zealand it. culture, but New Zealand culture is not important to me. So, I, damn, ouch! That is the official stance uh, of
0: the one take. Except for Taiko, we love Taiko. Oof, oof,
4: uh Also, uh, just coincidentally, what won that year was Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Oh, <laughs>
0: speaking of New Zealand, speaking of New Zealand culture
1: so you see um, it
0: does matter there you go kids caitlin i know you had a lot of thoughts on this but do you have any other uh thoughts and and uh about this movie and sort of its legacy i guess if you will will this be the best serial killer movie to ever come out
1: no the best serial killer movie to come out is probably zodiac but like
0: oh yeah hell yeah yeah, but, oh, yeah. Great
1: that's probably my favorite but like profile
0: serial killer profile how about that
1: yeah i think that's I think this is up there. I think like maybe I'm trying to think if there's anything that's come, I think as that's as powerful. That's like actually a, like a fictional rep, not a fictional, but like a actual narrative representation versus a documentary. And I think this is probably the, my favorite. I don't, I can't think of one. Oh, my friend Dahmer is probably the only one I could think of being similarly powerful
0: right but isn't that based on a graphic novel
1: yeah of someone who knew jeffrey dahmer when they were in high school before he oh. started killing yeah so it's pretty interesting um and fairly accurate apparently um
0: that was like the disney kid trying to desperately get out of a disney kid he's role. actually
1: pretty good at it i will i don't i don't want to defend ross lynch but like i'm a defend ross lynch he does oh. a, he does a pretty good job
0: um Jake I'm gonna have I to rock actually rock with watch Ross it. Lynch though. What? Oh you... what?
3: I rock with Ross Lynch. He gave us Team Beast movie. He's done so much for us. Oh
1: iconic. <laughs> uh,
4: he, he gave us that kid I forgot what his name is in Sabrina.
1: Harvey Kinkle? There we go. He...
0: What? <laughs> we,
1: we had... That was
0: a weird I hated that show. That show sucked. <laughs>
1: I love that show. Uh, never seen so. it. That
0: show sucked.
3: Um, was this character's yeah, name Jake. really Harvey Kinkle? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah.
1: It's always been a did none of y'all watch like actual it's fine. It's whatever. It it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, do tell what? Did <laughs> none of you watch the like Melissa Joan Hart, like Sabrina back in the day? His his name has always been Harvey Kinkle.
3: Your question could have stopped at Melissa Joan Hart, and it would have still been no.
1: What?
3: (laughs) You've never watched Melissa Joan Hart anything? No.
1: Clarissa, Clarissa explains it all.
4: Nope. Okay. Melissa and Joey on like ABC Family.
1: Melissa, (laughs) Melissa Joan Hart in a lot of Hallmark films. Never. That's. I am a
3: black man.
0: (laughs) We do have this. We do have the uh, Caitlin. We should explain. We do have this thing. On the podcast, where we uh, determine if this was a white's film, <laughs> if you will, a film uh, for whites, and if so, there's a good chance our friend has not seen it.
1: Ah. Uh.
3: So Man, Melissa Joan Hart, nope. She yeah, that, she, that feels right. That but... she is definitely. <laughs> She is definitely a white.
1: (laughs) She feels more like a white culture, kind of. Like maybe she is the definitive white culture. It's just like Melissa. She's definitive '90s white. Yeah, (laughs) definitive
0: (laughs) '90s white culture is Melissa Joan. No, no, no.
3: The definitive white culture actor slash actress is Harrison Ford.
1: That's actually very painful. Dad culture
0: dad
3: culture.
1: But teenage girl culture in the 90s, I feel like, is some cross between Cher Horowitz and Melissa Joan Hart.
3: Cher Horowitz. I have never heard of Cher Horowitz. Clueless? Like a... Clueless? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Excuse me? i am actually... Is I'm...
3: that her name?
2: They
0: actually kind of look alike, to be honest. They
1: look very similar, and I'm gonna <laughs> shut up, because nothing I've ever seen <laughs> when I was a child means anything to Dex.
0: No, I'm... But... I'm...
4: Alicia, Silver's Alicia Silverstone. Come on. Yeah. You can do it, Dax. I believe in you.
3: Okay. Her I have heard of. I've seen Clueless, but. Her name is Cher Wait, Horowitz. Is her... That's the character's name. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only saw <laughs> it once. I was fine. uncomfortable. Why are you having sex with you You're uncomfortable with Clueless?
4: Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> there is like a weird <laughs> yeah. Poor Paul Rudd. <laughs> no.
0: There's a weird thing in that movie that nobody has a problem with.
4: Somehow Paul Rudd looks older in that movie <laughs> than he looks today.
0: That's true. <laughs> this is true. That's what happens Ooh. when you mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's no. what happens when you stay out of shit. That's
2: <laughs>
1: you
0: age <laughs> no wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. No, you Benjamin Button that shit no <laughs> wrinkle. <laughs> Jake, what did we think about this movie? Finally, give it your thoughts.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, holy uh, shit! Uh, we just got so. Awkward. <laughs> Yeah.
4: We, <laughs> we went 30 miles away from the house. You want me to go back there? Yeah, sure. Um, no, I mean, honestly, this this is not a film I, I got super into, which I, I feel like has been kind of a running thing lately on this podcast for me. Um, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it for its contribution. I'm not as familiar with the actual story as I probably should have been. But it's a good movie. Charlie's killed it. It's great. I'm here for it. Whatever it is, I'll never watch it again.
0: <laughs> I think we can leave yeah. out on that. That's probably that's probably my thoughts, too. That Put that one, file this one away in uh, no thanks.
1: I'll watch it again.
0: Of course you will. <laughs> oh, wow. I've- I mean, look, she did a true crime YouTube channel for a while, right?
1: Yeah, for about two years.
0: Yeah, she's definitely watching this again. I've
1: seen it like three times.
2: Mm. (laughs) 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 Oh
0: no. Okay, so. I think that is is good good for
2: me. What?
3: For life? Yeah, two times seeing this movie is good for life. Like that's, I don't need a I'm
0: I'm good on this forever. I don't. Yeah, I'm good. Um, this was the one take podcast. As we <laughs> screech to a halt here, this was the uh, this was the one take podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Simplecast, and Apple iTunes. Rate, download, subscribe, leave a five star review. Um, that is what Caitlin did. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, thank you so much. No problem for doing that. Then you, yes, you listening to this can pick the next film that we we're going to do right now. Guys, are we finally doing Southland Tales? <laughs> I think we've run out of, I think we've exhausted our suggestions. I mean, we still got to end up, we have a series on Twilight that we're doing, so we still got to do that. But yeah, I think, are we going to do Southland Tales?
4: I'm not. I'm not making that call publicly.
0: Dex.
3: Fuck it. Let's do it.
0: Ah, All right, Tales. All right, we're gonna do Southland Tales. Maybe we'll see. Maybe not. The um. Again, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcast. Caitlin, uh, tell them where they can find your social media, please.
1: Um. Yeah. If you wanna check out some fire photos. My Instagram is Kate Zeller, spelled K-A-I-T-Z-O-E-L-L-E-R, and I'm having to look up my Twitter right now, because I just got it, and if you want to hear me rant about things, my Twitter is Kate E.A. West, that is spelled K-A-I-T-Y-E-W-E-S-T, because it's a pun. That's it. (laughs) Mm.
0: Love it! All right, so uh, we, <laughs> yeah. do, do, where where can they find the back catalog of your true crime? Oh, YouTube for stuff? sure.
1: So if you're interested in more like true crime, we also covered the Ted Bundy film. If you're interested, um, you can search us on YouTube at the Real Lady Killers. Um, oh. the Real Lady Killers.
0: The Real Lady Killers. Yeah. Um, deal with it, Tom Hanks. Deal with it, Tom Hanks. <laughs> you, Eat your heart out. the uh so yeah you can find us at uh one take pod on twitter that's the number one take pod on twitter you can email the show at one take podcast show at gmail.com because for some reason one take podcast at gmail.com was taken please sell that to us whoever has it damn it
4: um girl i don't have money who's gonna pay for that
0: yeah well true and uh again show us uh rate us five stars And then you can also pick our next film. Dex,
3: hit him with the hashtag. Hashtag don't do crimes. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. What?
2: Okay. (laughs) I like it. Yeah.
0: What's what's the Instagram content?
3: What?
0: What's her Instagram content?
3: Florence Pugh uh yeah. <laughs> like ours we don't have one i was yeah i was confused i haven't been on instagram the last couple of days so i don't know what she's doing but i'm sure it's amazing
0: yeah no recipes breaking you know baking bread or
3: last time i Just saw was having dance parties by herself there's been no Zach Braff content that i've seen recently <laughs> thank god mm. Mm. <sighs> they did get a puppy together
4: uh,
0: well, they'll be together forever now. So, hashtag support Florence Pugh, and we're out. I was
3: working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his lab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster match.
0: It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash